Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of We Like Having Fun, an Office Hours Live with Tim Heidecker recap podcast. Today, I will be doing a podcast alone. Um, Carl has been hard to get a hold of and hard to schedule this podcast with. Um, So I'm not sure what happens from here. Um, There's no bad blood or anything with Carl, just he doesn't, I don't really think he maybe has the time or he's definitely not making it a priority to record this podcast with me. So, we had a good run. 2020 was good. Maybe he'll be back sometime. I'm not sure. But as of right now, I'm going at it alone, which is going to be strange. But I'll fire through some of my thoughts on everything and um, wrap it up. Um, We didn't record an episode last week because we just had stuff going on. Carl wasn't available, wasn't, weren't able to schedule it. So I said, hey, let's just do it next week. We'll just do a two, four, one pack. And again, Carl couldn't do it. And I said, Carl, if you just record some of your thoughts about the show, maybe I can just splice them in, do it that way. And uh, that didn't happen either. So here we are. Um, not sure the future of this podcast, whether I'll continue to do it. I, I have fun doing it, and it, um, you know, I love uh, the boys, and I love the show, and I love everything that's going on, so I'd, I'd like to continue doing it. I might need to find a new co-host, as uh, everybody's <laughs> been saying every time I go on the show, I get pitched on, you should get a new co-host. So that might actually be happening, so if anybody out there is listening and is may be interested in joining this podcast, let me know. You can find me on Twitter at uh, WLHFpod. And um, yeah, hit me up. Um, so I'm just going to fire back. I got my notes here from the show two weeks ago, January 14th. Um, about 10 days back. Uh, show started with the Something's About to Bust. Tim on guitar, Tim in full Decker mode, ponytail, having fun. Um, and, yeah, I'll just go through. I, ha- I have notes on some of the callers and stuff, but I don't think um, this is really, uh, you know, worth going through call by call at this point. Um, Lance Oppenheim um, was the guest, really, uh, the main guest. But we did have a pun contest as well. We had the City of the Day, sponsored by the Sensory Blasting Tank. Um, Interesting one. Um, I wrote, not quite swing and a miss, but not overly hilarious. Um... Uh, so the City of the Day code was trying to be broken and, um, 
but we all know the code, so it's a little awkward. Um, you know, we had Vic going through Trump's tweets, kind of a final wrap-up of that. That was that was fun. The, the classic, are you allowed to impeach a president for gross incompetence? Um, Phil Braun, this was when Phil Braun came on and sold us on Phil's Furs, which was a business he started after George Clooney gave a million do- gave him a million dollars. Um, but it seems like Phil uh, was getting in a little trouble there and had to resort to selling dog fur coats. Um, let's see. Uh, we had... So our guest, Lance Oppenheim, um, they had a... They talked a lot about his film, which he made. He's only 24 years old, but he made this uh, film about um, the villages, which is a retirement community in Florida. My aunt uh, actually has a place down in the villages, um, and my folks, have, my mother has, has visited her there before, and says, "Yeah, it is weird. They they drive around golf carts, and it's uh, you know this little kind of quote unquote paradise for old people." Um, I haven't watched the movie, but I plan to. It's after all the uh, rave reviews from Tim. I found it interesting that he, the the filmmaker Lance Oppenheim, got the ball rolling with this just by cold call emailing unsolicited emails to Darren Aronofsky. Um, just doing that over and over eventually paid off. So. The film is called Some Kind of Heaven. You can check it out. Um, reminds me a little of my own film project that I've been uh, just finishing up called Randolph the Wizard. Um, maybe I should do some unsolicited emails to people. I kind of already have. Like Doug, I kind of sent him an email. said, Doug, watch this movie. Waiting for a review from Doug. Um... Let's see. Uh, we had the pun contest with Andre Highland, who I did not know who that was. The puns, I thought, didn't really start off that great, but got better. Um, you know, Tim was very hard up about his ruby jewelry on me, which I think was pretty good. Um, uh, but, yeah, this was... Uh, what else did I wrote? Chuck Schumore, Benda Dick Arnold. Um, Doug's were the best, and he won. It, it made sense. Doug is just the best at this, everybody. I'm sorry. Doug is the best at puns. Um, yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, more puns. After hours. Um, yeah. I wrote a little slow in After Hours. The puns continue. Um, Secret squirt piss. Don't remember what that's about. Um, But I wrote LOL. Secret squirt piss. What is that? That's, um... Oh, the secret service pun. Oh, yeah. Secret squirt piss. Quick. Quick by Doug. Um, They did a nice drop concert. They talked immigrant, immigrant song. Led Zeppelin for a while. They pranked Alan Dershowitz. That was funny. And then this week's show, um, we started off with some masked up boys. Uh, We talked some vaccines. We talked 
We joked around that now that it's a Biden world, we're all under heavy surveillance. Doug wore a real nice mushroom shirt, and they announced that uh, Friday was going to be game night. That was last night for patrons only. Um, City of the Day brought to you by Vincent Gallo's poll, an all-purpose poll for flags, stripping, and you get a certificate of authenticity so you know it's a genuine Gallo. Uh, funny. They talk Buffalo 66, so I'm from Buffalo, so Buffalo 66 was a big, big one for me as well. Spanning time. I'm going to spend time together. Um, Christina Ricci and Vincent Gallo, that was a movie we watched a lot. One of my good friends actually got on his ankles the picture of Christina Ricci and a picture of Vincent Gallo from Buffalo 66 on the inside of his ankles so that they are staring at each other. Um, pretty great. Um, yeah. Uh, there was a nice Pearl Jam Jeremy drop when a collar and a, a collar and a hoodie call, uh, you know, came on and some, some Jeremy came on. It was good. Um, Tiger Woods documentary, which I just started today. Um, Tim's bummed out about all the, uh, the cheap jokes and the tabloids and all that kind of stuff. Which, yeah, um, clearly means he's also having an affair. I think that's what that means. That um, he thinks they're not being fair to Tiger. Uh, but I'm like about one, I'm about halfway through the second part of the Tiger Woods doc. Not going to lie, it's fucking intriguing. I mean, Tiger Woods, my dad's a big golf fan. I actually started playing a lot of golf this summer. I like golf. I like watching golf. I have no shame in admitting that golf is interesting, and I find it sort of relaxing. Um, so I would say check it out. It's obviously uh, you know, just a story about an extremely interesting figure in our lives, in our lifetimes, sports figure, good doc, you know, pretty straightforward. Jake Longstreth, question mark. Who's this? Um, he uh, He's the co-host of Time Crisis, uh, which is the guy from Vampire Weekend's podcast, which I've never listened to, but I would like to. Um, I hear good things, but it's on, like, Apple only or something. Like, you kind of have to track it down. You can't just get it. I don't use Apple phones, so... I'm screwed when it comes to that. I don't use Apple Music, you know, um, and he has some sort of deal with them, I guess. But I think I found that you can you can get it on SoundCloud or, like, you can find it online. So I'm going to go back and maybe listen to some, some Time Crisis episodes. Um, but the main talk here was about the Grateful Dead again, which... Unlike the Beatles, I'm I can listen to people talk about the Grateful Dead all day long because I'm a fan, and uh, as we know now, Tim is a fan of the Grateful Dead. That is a fact. Um, he liked he listed off about a dozen to fifteen songs that he said he likes. Um, a lot of funny stuff in here. Um, the controversy of two drummers. I thought it was funny. Doug said, "Well, it's in case one nods off." Um, I didn't know about the your, the keyboardists all dying, sort of like the 
drummers of Spinal Tap, but yeah, that's all in there. That was all good. Um, they talked about Jerry Garcia losing his finger when he was a boy. Tim thought it maybe happened later in life. It definitely happened when he was a boy. Um, I know this fact very well because a fact about me that listeners to a podcast wouldn't know is that I, the host of this show, Mike Allen, am also missing a finger that I lost in a terrible accident. And it's the middle finger on my right hand, the exact same finger as Jerry Garcia. And when that happened in my life, I was a big, big fan of the Grateful Dead. And I played in, like, Grateful Dead cover bands. And so when that happened, as horrifying and uh, life-changing as that was for me, the saving grace of that happening was I was a guitar player, and I still am a guitar player. I was able to say, you know what, Jerry was the best, one of the best guitar players ever. He's, you know, he's up there. Some might argue he's, you know, the top, top ever. So that kept my spirits up when that happened, when that uh, sort of mildly tragic uh, thing happened to me. Um, so, yes, my right hand, I am missing my middle finger, and I lost it in an accident at a steel mill that is owned by my father when I was 19. So it was 20 years ago that I've been going uh, middle fingerless. So, yeah, that's a story that I don't think I've told on this show. It hasn't really come up, but they were talking all about it, and I was like, well, I'm going to have to bring it up because it's a part of my life. And it actually, you know, to sidetrack just for a second, it kind of changed my life. I was in college, you know, I was like a freshman or a sophomore in college when it happened, and I, I quickly changed all of my... Uh, it was a very um, YOLO kind of moment for me where you, when that kind of thing happens, I mean, my my whole hand and arm were mangled in an accident, but I did lose one finger, but the rest of my hand was also, it was just very close to being a much, much worse injury. And I'll say, after something like that happens to you, you don't, you take out, you, you tend to take life a little less for granted and you, you really think about what is important and what you want to do because at any moment a little accident can happen it could fuck you all up so uh i'm glad i was taught that lesson without anything too majorly disabling happening to me but as we all know people get into accidents and uh, you know all sorts of horrible things happen to people and it really just tells you i changed my life i i, I was going to engineering school and I dropped out of that and I went to film school and started, you know, getting into the things that I really liked and said, why, you know, what's life all about? You want to do things you can enjoy. And I did that. So it was a good little lesson. I'm happy it happened. It's a little bit strange uh, to not have a finger on my hand. Um, but you get used to it. You don't think about it. Uh, but I do always have... Uh, moments in my life where people that I've known for a long time have never noticed it, you know, just because you don't stare at somebody's hand. It's not like it stands out. I mean, if you look at my hand, you can see it, but uh, you're usually just not staring at people's hands too much. So lots of people I work with, taking them years, you know, five, six years of being friends with them, working with them, 
And then one day they just look and they're like, holy shit, what happened? And I'm like, well, you know, I don't enter a situation and say, hey, everybody, before we begin, I just want to tell you that I have a missing finger. So here it is. And, and here's the story. It's a uh, it's not a story you like to hear. Uh, it's it's pretty uh, graphic. And for something for that to happen, you could imagine it's, uh, you know, pretty uh, violent and, and horrifying. So, but it's all good. I'm happy it happened. Changed my life for the better. Uh, okay, so yeah, so Jake, so yes, Jerry Garcia lost his finger when he was a boy, uh, chopping wood. That is true. Um, we brought on the lead singer of War on Drugs, Andam Grandichil, who. Uh, I guess they said that's a stage name, strangely. I don't know why I would change it to that. It's kind of a weird one. But, um, War on Drugs. Right, I'd say. Um, I really kind of was... I'm a little surprised how huge the War on Drugs got. I don't fully understand why they have gotten so much love. It's a, it's a peculiar choice of indie band to get as kind of uh, popular as they have but they got some cool stuff and um i actually have a little i have my own little uh story about the war on drugs um that i'll tell real quick because it's kind of fun so one morning i was traveling um i don't fully remember exactly where i was traveling but I got on a plane and I was traveling to like from like Detroit to uh, maybe Pittsburgh or, or something random like that and um, I get seated it's early morning flight like you know like one of these 6 a.m. flights and I sit down and you know, I, you know I'm wearing sunglasses and I'm probably hung over and you know it's like I, I sit, get on the plane and I'm sitting next to this guy who's like also sunglasses on and he's got like leather jacket and just you know kind of looking cool and we're both sitting there kind of feeling like fuck this early flight sucks and the and we're sitting in first class i get first class a lot because i'm very uh just because i travel so much i have those perks so i travel first class guys sorry um and Anyway, the, uh, the flight attendant comes around and asks if we w- asks if we want any drinks. I'm like sitting there, not even responding. I'm like, I'm just trying to get some sleep. Guy next to me is like, Yeah, get us a get us a couple Bloody Marys, and you know, he just orders for me. We haven't spoken a word to each other, and I'm like, Oh shit! So he just eyed me up and was like, Yeah, this guy's gonna have some drinks with me. I was like, oh, All right, and the uh, the flight attendant says, Do you want backup do you want a backup with that and i was like a backup i don't even know what that means and he's like yeah for sure so this guy turns out he is he was the front of house sound engineer for the war on drugs at the time he was on tour with the war on drugs and turns out we had mutual friends he knew a lot of people in new york that i've been friends with and so the backup thing is you drink a Bloody Mary and then you like, you know, you drink like a couple sips of the Bloody Mary and then you pour beer, like light beer into the cup that has the Bloody Mary in it. Very strange, but it was kind of good. You know, that was in my heavier drinking days. So I was like, 
just down. We end up taking that down a few rounds of these things over the course of, uh, you know, the, you know, 90-minute flight or whatever it was, something short. And, you know, we, we hit it off. We talked all, all sorts of stuff. We exchanged information. And um, he said, if you're ever in a town and you see the war on drugs are playing, just hit me up. I'll, you know, I'll get you on the list or whatever. So, lo and behold, that summer... We were talking. He's like, oh, I'm going to be in Europe this summer. I'm in Paris working uh, the tennis French Open. I go to, used to, until this year, I'd gone to, to Paris every year for about a month, every summer. Very nice. And this was maybe five, four, five, six years ago. can't remember. And I see the war and drugs are playing in Paris while I'm there. So I hit up this guy. His name's Chris. And I say, hey, dude, remember me from the plane and the Bloody Marys? I'm in Paris. War and Drugs are playing tomorrow night. What do you think? And he said, yeah, man, I'll get you on the list. You know, and he, lo and behold, gets me on the list. I, I show up at this club alone. None of my pals really under knew about them or anything. I just came alone and found him in the center of the whole place. He was doing front of house, so he was like kind of in the back middle and with his board and i came over i said hey he's like hey come he let me in behind the barrier so i'm standing with him in the soundboard and the singer's dad adam's dad was there and he's like hey it's just me the sound guy and adam's dad are in this little you know tiny little you know roped off sound you know barriered off sound spot front of house sound spot so i watched the whole concert from there i'm like chilling with you know Adam from War on Drugs' dad. And I sort of felt bad because I just didn't, I just don't love the War on Drugs that much or anything. And I didn't, you know, I just wasn't as into it as everybody else there. But I had, it was a very cool night, obviously, just because it was, you know, I was watching the mixing and, you know, seeing how that was all going on, which was quite um, interesting for me. So that's my War on Drugs story. Isn't it great? Um, yeah, war on drugs. They're uh, they're cool. You know, I've you know, uh, they're good. Like um, I hate to say, like backgroundy kind of music, but um, yeah, it was. Uh, they're they're cool. They're cool. And this guy seems pretty down to earth. Pretty cool. He was much more in rock star form when I saw them play. And man, their shows are just loud and drenched in fucking reverb and just like kind of crazy and pretty cool. You know, pretty psychedelic. Um, you know, I can't remember. I think I was, I think I was high. You know, before I went in there, I like took some hits of pot off of a pen and you know didn't expect to be. I thought I was just gonna go in and watch the show alone, and, and lo and behold, I find myself you know sitting with this older gentleman, Adam's father. And you know, chit chatting and stuff, but yeah. So um, okay, we're like way off on a tangent. Well, we had some fun here with the Instagram game. Everybody's favorite new game, the Instagram game. Um, we had Jefferson Starship. We did Edgar Winter, which turned into a whole thing, which I'll get to when we get momentarily when I talk about game night. Kenny Loggins. Um. So, yeah, they talked Phil Spector, uh, lots of 
lots of nice chat. These are both uh, good guests, and um, you know, Jake Longstreth stayed on and played the game, and he was around for all that. Um, and somebody guessed the city of the day, which um, they never they forgot the city of uh, city of the day, and that was Dover, Massachusetts. And I wrote, same code still going. I'm, I'm sort of confused. Why are they still doing this? The code was revealed. Um, it's the birthplace of one of the guests that we, we figured that out a couple weeks back. But we're still going with that code. I guess we need a new code. Um, after hours, Tim promised doing a Bruce Springsteen-style cover of a Beach Boys song, which he did. Um... Somebody called and asked what genre of music they might make if they ever wanted to do that. And, um, you know, Doug had mentioned he's working on some ambient music, which I thought was interesting because I'm a big fan of ambient music. I listen to it sort of, you know, that's one of the only things I listen to these days, musically. Um, There's a guy, Chaihi Hatakiyama. His name is Chaihi Hatakiyama. He uh, he masters all of my Tiger Shrimp, my record label. Uh, he he masters. I send my stuff to him to master. I've never met him, but he's in Japan and um, he's fantastic. And his music is fantastic. Uh, that's spelled C H I H E I. And if you type that, you'll the rest will fill itself in. Um, Chai he. Uh, Hatakiyama, H-A-T-A-K-E-Y-A-M-A. Chaihi Hatakiyama, check him out. He's one of my favorites, but there's just so many that, uh, so many artists that I love that are in the ambient world. Um, Let me try to think off the top of my head. Um, There's... Group called Rest You Sleeping Giant. There's a, uh, there's so many. Um, oh, fuck, I'm kind of hitting a little bit of a blank when I'm trying to mention these people. But um, yeah, um, there's a great, there's a great. Uh, oh God, what is the Winged Victory for the Sullen? That's one of my favorite kind of jams too max richter you know there's like the you know kind of the score style stuff too that i'm very into anyway instrumental ambient music i'm a big fan so excited that doug's making a working on an ambient album that's cool okay um they talked about i don't know let's see what else we got here um vic told us all to be happy we had a drop concert, and then we had game night, which was last night. Which, game night is great. Um, you know, unfortunately, they do it on Zoom, which, um, since you can't Zoom in when you're on Zoom, they should they should call it Prime. Uh, got a kick out of that. Thank you, Doug. Uh, John C. Riley came on. I mean, game night was for me by far the highlight of the office hours universe for the past couple weeks game night just works great everybody's loose 
you know, the topics just go all over the place. They don't have to stick to any kind of form. I mean, John C. on there for like, you know, an hour or so. Um, lots of just pop culture fun talk, like Lord of the Rings and Mandalorian. And, you know, it's more like a conversation. It really makes you feel like you're kind of buds with these guys because they're talking about the shit that you talk to your own friends about. And you get to hear their... You know, it's like, why it shouldn't be a secret what, <laughs> you know, you feel like you know these guys so well that, yeah, you want to know what the Trinity thinks of the Mandalorian. Like, I do want to know what they think. Um, I think it's pretty good. Like, I, you know, I, I think it's a nice, uh, I think the music's cool. I think it's shot really interesting. I, th- I watched, like, the making of it, which was very interesting, maybe more interesting than the actual show. Super formulaic, super, you know, not deep at all, but just, like, you know, pop an edible before you go to sleep and throw on a Mandalorian and fall asleep halfway through. Very enjoyable. I like that a lot. Super just, you know, like the same as, same as Lord of the Rings or anything else. It's just a, a great escapism, you know, just easy, you know, you don't have to take it too seriously. Anybody who takes any of that stuff too seriously is, uh, you know, going too far. But Lord of the Rings... I'm a giant fan, as I mentioned earlier. I have a movie I just finished called Rendolph the Wizard, which I filmed in New Zealand, which, you know, has has some loose ties to Lord of the Rings. It's about a guy who gives tours of Lord of the Rings filming locations in New Zealand and his whole story. So um, they stalked some Marty Scorsese, which was interesting and... I wrote the highlight that I saw. I even I, there's still like a I think there's still maybe 45 minutes that I haven't watched yet. They went till fucking three in the morning or something last night. I had to I had to call it at some point. But the other highlight for me, they had a little family on it, a mother and three kids, and you know that's just office hours gold. That's just that was cute and hilarious and you know heartwarming and just funny and you know tim talking to the each kid and you know you, you know the and the, the the woman on there did great in the the game um the taboo game so i wrote is game night better than office hours question mark um <laughs> i was very i enjoyed game night very much it was, it was great i would uh, you know this is uh you know if anybody needs to be pushed over the edge and join patreon the Patreon um, game night is more than worth it. Four and a half hours of all very watchable, all very fun. Um, Tim went on a Nick Nolte Cape Fear fucking run that was fucking <laughs> hilarious and just went on and on and it was so funny. Eventually he came into like, uh, did like a Peterson Nolte mashup, uh, Jordan Peterson Nick Nolte mashup. By the end it was... It was gold, um, and uh, and the game Taboo worked great for this for this for the Zoom. It was it was really the right kind of game for to have the guys, you know, hearing the guys always be the ones and having the Zoomer. It's just a, it was just smart and well done and very funny. Nothing better. I mean, and Vic by the end just had a meltdown. He just couldn't even do it. It was it's hilarious. Um, and we heard Tim take a piss. He had a hot mic, I think, and unless somebody did a drop, but 
yeah, we heard Tim take a piss, um, which was funny. Could not get on the Zoom. Um, these these game nights are just jammed. I just I tried every like twenty minutes or so. I would be like, all right, I'll try to get in the Zoom and you know maybe see what's going on in there. Maybe get on for a for a game and just could not get on. But that's all right. I don't I don't need to be on. I like just watching. Um. So yeah, really really fun game night. Um, I think the best one by far. I think the fact that it was all the guys. And Matt and Eric Nicola was throwing in some fun. And they 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 switched between Taboo and then the Instagram game, which they played more of. And then they would just you know <clears throat> just go on rants about Edgar Winter or whatever it was. Um, just uh, you know was just just very entertaining, extremely entertaining entertainment. What a thing. Um, so. That brings us up to, you know, speed here. Uh, that that's everything. I just ripped through two shows and game night alone. I don't know. I don't. Has anybody ever done a just a alone podcast where they just talk about things? They must. I mean, I guess people do that all the time, but they usually have clips and interviews and samples and things. I'm just gonna probably put some War on Drugs music, some Grateful Dead music underneath this and uh call today so uh the future of we like having fun is up in the air right now i'd like to continue to do it i enjoy it it's um it's very hard to do something that's completely uh there's no i get very little feedback <laughs> you know i get very few notes you know i enjoy the uh, you know, I like that Matt and Doug and maybe Vic, like, I, I like that the boys listen to this and, you know, that entertains me. Um, but I need some help. I don't know if I need help. Like, I, I can clearly just do this. It's, it's simple. But it's more fun to talk to somebody. So if anybody out there, um, I couldn't. There's been a couple times where there's been people even when i when i'm on the when i get on the zoom for for something I'll, I'll get on and then they say oh you should get this person to to be the co-host i've reached out to those people and uh have not been able to get a hold of them really the, the, the one the one crazy woman liz i was like oh she'd be fun sent her a message you know tried to get a hold of her couldn't do it could couldn't get a hold of her maybe she didn't see my message but i'm trying here guys doing my best so, uh, tomorrow is the AFC Championship game. Um, uh, it's the, just the NFL Championship games. The games that the winner of these games go to the Super Bowl. The Buffalo Bills are in the game, and that is an extremely, insanely exciting thing for me. Um, yeah, I... Yeah, I stopped recording. Um, I don't know the last thing I said, but I think I was just talking about football. And the fact that this team that is from my hometown that I care so much about is playing in a big game tomorrow, and I want them to win. So go Bills. Um, 
the future of this show is up in the air. I don't know what's going on with Carl. I don't know if I'll ever even text him again. I'm just going to leave the ball in his court, see if he cares to, to hit me up again. Doesn't matter either way. We had a good run. We recorded 31 episodes of this show during the during this pandemic. You know, it's been hard, but it's been giving us something to do. But I think since all of our lives are, are getting a little more, not back to normal, but you know, other stuff is, is going on. Carl's uh, Carl has started two other podcasts. I, I showed him or helped him kind of set up his other podcast, which now he, you know, he's just left me, left me high and dry. Now he's doing his own podcast. Um, one is about, you know, the businesses in the Philadelphia airport. And the other one is about skateboard videos. So if you miss Carl and those things interest you, go seek those out um otherwise keep listening in here or uh you know maybe reach out to me and and help me out this is sad um this is pathetic uh but sure um check out my film on amazon prime called solo project it's called solo project directed by me written by me it's okay it's nothing i'm you know i'm proud of it for sure but it's just a little comedy movie it's it's like 83 minutes you can watch it have some fun with that um it's been out for a few years enjoy it a couple other projects i'm finishing up literally next week i'm going to new york to finish color timing on one thing editing on another thing i'll be sharing all that news with y'all soon in the meantime Have a great week. Everybody be safe out there. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Thanks to the Trinity. Thanks to Matt. All the content has been great. Um, And, uh, yeah. Take care, everyone. Go Bills. Go Bills.